Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. July 1, 2020, Wearing Masks Will Save the Economy edition. And we start with that story from the Washington Post as... Goldman Sachs has said that we're having a national mask mandate could save 5% of GDP. This requirement could protect the public while avoiding some of the pain of the economic shutdown. You might think that Donald Trump, who cares only about economic numbers, would uh, embrace this and say that this is a way that he is leading to lead the economy out of the doldrums that he caused by his mishandling of the coronavirus health crisis. But of course, that would be a bridge too far. It's worth noting that the authors of this report are economists and not public health experts. Their primary motivation is to protect the economic interest of Goldman Sachs. And that's why they are interested in the effects of federal policy on the gross domestic product. But their findings are in line with a number of other published studies on the efficacy of masks. In the FCPA world, there was an interesting uh, non um, news event today, which was the Supreme Court declined to take up the appeal of billionaire, Macau billionaire, Ng Nap Singh's appeal of his conviction and four-year prison sentence for bribing two UN ambassadors to help build a multi-billion dollar conference center. The justices left in place the lower court's 2019 ruling that federal bribery laws cover the payment made by Ning, despite his contention that the statutes exclude money going to people involved in public entities outside of the United, uh, such as the United Nations. Uh, clearly wrong on the uh, the legal basis, but I think many were concerned that the Supreme Court would gut the U.S. Uh, the FCPA the way they've gutted any chance for bribery convictions in the United States. So some good news from a non-action by the Supreme Court. Next up, uh, U.S. authorities have closed a bribery investigation into USANA Health Sciences operations in China, the multi-level marketer of nutritional and personal care products said. The SEC notified USANA Health it was closing its probe last week. The decision was based on USANA Health's prompt disclosure of the matter, which involved the company's baby care operations in China, its thorough investigation, cooperation, and remediation. Uh, the uh, USANA Health has also received notice from the Department of Justice that it's closing a parallel cr- criminal probe. So good news for USANA Health and uh, demonstrates that the four prongs of the FCPA corporate enforcement policy are uh, certainly working and are well and alive. Our final story today deals with the head of HR at Adidas, Karen Parkin, who oversaw human resources for the sports apparel giant, had faced criticism from employees who said the company fosters a racist and discriminatory uh, workplace. She is uh, the only woman on Adidas's six-person executive boards and has been so since 2017. She's a 20-year uh, company employee who's worked in sales, business development, and supply chain in the United States and Britain and at the company's headquarters in Germany. The um, In a letter, uh, her resignation letter, she acknowledged she had lost the trust of 
Adidas employees, and of course, uh, the um, protest by Adidas employees that the top executives have fostered a culture of racism and discrimination, failed to invest in black employees or respect black culture when exploiting those two groups to sell shoes and apparel didn't wash. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.